Welcome. Spoiler warning. Uh, this week we wanted to talk about not only uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yeah, the Cobra Kai came out. Uh, some spoiler man. But we wanted to talk about Spider Man too. So I guess uh, one thing I want to start this off with is this is a question from my love Doctor Duo. There's a girl in my high school who everyone knows. She's pretty popular in parentheses, and she knows who I am, and I know who she is. But I've never really talked to her. I'm interested in her, but I, I don't know how to approach her and strike up a conversation that sparks a friendship. This is a difficult situation, so I need advice on how to grow a friendship with her. Oh, grow a friendship with someone who I'm admiring from afar. Nice. This is meaty. Yeah. It's, I feel like this is a very common problem. I, I, yeah, I feel like not only being approachable or like approaching someone already is something so hard to be like, let me go and do this, but yeah. also making it like whether it's a good and first impression or being memorable or whatever 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 that's even harder what's well, also i mean i imagine Especially this when you in, don't know someone high school or college like if you don't have oh a did class, this guy say i ju- i'm just assuming he's, he's like in, i'm in elementary school but like if you don't have a class with that person like, yeah it is if kinda, you don't know and like well, no, like this this happened to me the same thing happened to me uh is i like this girl she was a year younger than me i had no classes with her I had no mutual friends. We weren't in the same sport or anything like that. But you that. were just like, well, yeah. So what I did you do? I was like, damn. So what did you do? Damn. Nice ass. I was like, this <laughs> this lady has a fine buttocks. Oh. <laughs> no, what did you What did you say? What did you oh, say? I said you have a fine buttocks. No, you did not. You fruit. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, dude, I cannot tell. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay, Thank so goodness. This is what I did. I don't know if this is popular in in now high school age days but before when i was in high school something called finsta or sinsta it was like your fake Instagram it's like a fake instagram secret account. instagram for your close friends or whatever mm-hmm. now, yeah now it really is just like close friends. yeah now it's just close friends but i'd say the thing is like you strike a conversation up on the dms whoa oh shit jacob just, high school jacob was sliding in the yeah, dms bro. Oh. Bro, you already know. I cannot imagine you sliding into that. anyone's dms right now <laughs> oh you are sleazy all right let's hear what you did no, yeah, so I just slid into her DMs and just like did like a little quirky comment on a little, her photo or something. A little something. something, just a little like, yeah, like it's just like funny guy kind of comment, but also like, yeah, something to like start a conversation. Yeah. I don't know, just like honestly slide up on their DMs every once in a while. And then I just start seeing them in the halls and stuff. You wave or whatever. <laughs> and then one day, this is exactly what I did. I would like text her a little bit and then. Oh, you had her number. Well, yeah. Why, why, wait, 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 wait. We're moving so many steps okay, here. Yeah, so this guy DM'd. needs to know how you got her number. Okay, gotcha, oh, okay. Gotcha. So you're like, wait, I don't really use Instagram much. Maybe we exactly. can move. Oh, no, my God. Oh, oh Jacob is it? I hate checking Instagram all the time oh, to text shit. you like, here's oh, my number. My you just offer your number, start texting. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. I have, I have also done the, uh, yeah, I don't I use hate. Instagram much. Yeah. So then you start texting every once in a while. And then when you see him in person, you know, say hi every once in a while. Maybe like the second or third time you kind of say hi, mm-hmm. just beeline over to them. Whoa. And then just start talking to them. I know it's scary, but just say, yo, what's up? Like, where are you headed? What class are you going to? You, oh, you have so-and-so? Man, that dude sucks. Da-da-da-da. She's like, that's my father. <laughs> that's my dad. She's like, actually, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just destroy your confidence immediately. Yeah, like, oh, shit, I, okay. I, uh, yeah, honestly, he's... He's he's pretty cool. You know, I could probably date him so you could get A's. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, and then we could date uh, he, uh, supplementally. Can you give me the the key for the next test. Okay, yeah, I know. I think my my suggestion was going to be like along the same along the same lines, like find potentially common interests. I feel like that's the best way to at least see if you guys are excited about the same things. 
Like you see, yeah. like everyone has an Instagram or stuff like that. I've definitely been one to be like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, da-da-da. We exchange info. And I'm like, let me just see what you're into. See what you're into. Kind of see your vibe. Because I feel like even though Instagram and social media as a whole and like all of that is all fake, you know? Yeah. Like it's all just a show. Where everyone puts up with it. Everyone, everyone puts see. up whatever, yeah. right? Um, it still is like at the very least what they want others to see. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's a sometimes a good at least like surface value um, indicator what these are. people are into, and it's like you see a Harry Potter picture there. You like, see, oh, they're uh, fucking oh, weed. They're oh, into, totally. Oh, Tame and Paula. Right. Hey. Sorry. Next time, I'll see you next time. No, I'm uh, just, just kidding. Yo, you like Tame and Paula? That's uh, cool. Oh my gosh, yeah. What's your? Oh my god, yeah, I love them. That's so fun. Anyway, nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I just. Uh, what's your friend's name? Yeah. <laughs> What's her? Yeah, she's pretty. I don't know. I think it's scary to go up to someone new and just start it's talking terrifying. to them. No, it's super terrifying. I do it all the time, though. And just like, no, you are very good about just, uh, I'd say, like, I think you just have to do it. And if you just ask people questions about themselves, like, that's such an easy thing to talk about for them to talk about yeah, themselves. It, yeah. Just like, and, hey, and, and then just like, be a good listener. Hey, what are you going to school for? Yeah. Hey, what do you want to do? It's, it's, it's easy. I don't know if you guys have seen Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza is a great example of just talking, going up and talking to a girl. Yeah. Yeah, just having confidence. Yeah, that's what I say, bro. Have some fucking confidence. <laughs> Literally the worst. All right. One second. I'm going to come in. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Just just grow a pair. Find no. some confidence. I would just say, like, also, it's, it's easier to talk in group settings as well. I, that's the only thing that I would say. If you guys are going to school together, like, no, like, group settings, like, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes even in high school, you get paired off in like little groups and sometimes, oh, I guess if you don't have classes with these people. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, if you have no classes, you don't know this person at no, all. No, I had to like fly no, solo you, in the hallway. Then you're right. You just be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Nice to see you. And I feel like it gets, honestly, and that stuff just gets easier because then you see in the next time, they're like, oh, hey, you know, yeah. if or the you, first time. Or you get shot down. down and you're like, all right, well then at yeah. least it, and then boom. On to the next person. Now I know. Now I know what it would have been. Boom. On to the next, right? On to the next one. <laughs> That's our motto here at the Lone Lobos podcast. Yeah, you just go up, get dumped, on to the next one. If she's not the last girlfriend you're going to have, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, just forgive and for... Oh, wait, no. Forgive and never forget. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love, That's never forget. Logos, uh, original right That's there. what I have on my on my doormat. It's just never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the Spider-Man spoilers. And we'll be right back to the Lone Lobos podcast. Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. We can't do it too and well, otherwise we could get in trouble web. for uh, No, he can't. He's a pig. Song. Look out, here comes spider pig. What do you think of, uh, I mean this has nothing to do with the new movie, but what did you think about John Mulaney's character in the amazing, or the- I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I, I think people the, either really I feel like oh, people, people who didn't know that it was John Mulaney hated it because they were like who is this what the annoying hell is this? Yeah. but people who like can see the face behind <laughs> Him doing the pig it. if you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about the, Into, the, Into spider the spider verse the spider pig Which, character is played by stand-up comedian John Mulaney I think the Into the spider verse is my favorite spider-man movie it's yeah it's phenomenal but my second favorite is this newest one that just came out I think I I think this one's Spoiler my third. Warning. Third. I think the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is my favorite. Just because that was the first one I ever saw. So I'm biased. Yeah. But Did you this see it one, when you were two years old in 2001? I don't know why everyone always... I'm like, no. I obviously saw it on DVD <laughs> when I was six. Okay? 
Yeah, well, then I guess you're not an OG like me. <laughs> I was out when you're a one. I wasn't even one months? yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my mom was a diehard fan. You know her. Oh my god. She would have duct taped my mouth and been like, "I am not missing the opportunity to see this in a movie." She theater. just like plugged your nose and your mouth. <laughs> she had just she put. A, she just slipped me a little Benny and then went to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you can't bring a baby in. No, it's just the baby monitor. It might go <laughs> off, but <laughs> don't worry about it. No, this one is so, so It good. started so quickly. I was not ready for it to... Boom. Yeah, like, just be like... The first, like, little bit of conflict starts mad quick in the movie. And it, I, and it was... It was... I will say, though, that they did a good job. I was totally under the impression that, like, they spoiled so much with the trailers. Like, they always are showing so much Dude. in the trailers. And I will say they hit a lot. The main frame in the trailer of like Spider-Man in slow-mo flying towards the Sandman is and, and Green Goblin and like not oh, even it's like, not even it's, it's, it's edited. Yeah. Like that is an edited frame. And I yeah. was like, damn, they really went to length. They they really to went to length everything. and they went to like and that moment doesn't even happen like that. I like I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to talk too much about it just because I know there's some stragglers out there that haven't seen the movie. But I will say one thing that we have to mention that is a spoiler. So you can skip past this a little bit. Toby and Andrew coming back. Here's what I heard. So cool. Here's what I heard. So what what they were saying is for the longest time, that Spider-Man movie. And okay, I really hope that I'm not getting this wrong because I want to believe it because it sounds cool. For the longest time, that was going to be a Craven the Hunter movie. Right. And it was going to be him finding out that, um, you know, Spider-Man had been revealed and him being like, oh, this is the ultimate hunt is if I get Spider-Man and he was going to fuck up Spider-Man, like really, really just get him on the brink. Right. Because they didn't have Toby. They didn't have Andrew. They didn't have the Sinister Six. They didn't have all the bad guys, you know, in contracts yet because they were like, there's no way we're going to find time to make all of this work in this short amount of time. All these guys are still working actors. So it was going to be Craven, who's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah. right? That would have been kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, like, some of the Sinister Six hopped on board. Like, um, I don't know what the order was, but like a couple of them hopped on board. And then Andrew was like, all sure. sure, like, that sounds fun. Let's make sure that everyone else can do it. And if everyone else is in, I'm in. And it took them so, so long. It wasn't until... I want to say was Willem the last one? What? No, no, no. Toby was the last one. Really? So yeah. So at the I guess they filmed this a few years ago. So at the beginning of 2020, granted, mind you, or mind you, I should say, this movie is supposed to come out like not like it was gonna release during COVID, but because COVID happened, they postponed oh, it, pushed. it and they got oh. more time, right? So beginning of 2020, they have Everyone but the like but Toby mm-hmm. and they're like oh, this isn't gonna work. They're still like filming as far as I'm concerned filming stuff for the other like the other version and they're like oh shoot everyone locked in everyone locked in to do this movie. They went to this like the other script that they had which was the the one that we see today. What right? went went to the other script and they're like all right we have the opportunity to make this like to make this happen. Everyone's in. Like now we're doing it. Isn't that kind of crazy? Well, that's to think cool. that like the version of the movie, different. it could have been totally different. But like Venom was still going to show up. That's how they were going to do the crossover to the Sony. You know, Venom was going to show up now, you know, with this thing. And this is like super wild. But man, both of them coming back. We we saw the movie 
late, um, well, yeah. late, like a few weeks later than it was, and people were still like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know any spoilers. I mean, I'd seen like everyone thought those two would be in it, mm-hmm. but when they actually came on, I was super surprised. And there was another spoiler that I won't say. In the Let's very like first eight minutes of the movie, there's like such a casual appearance. Oh, that, yes. That I was so shocked. Yo. But got yeah. me really excited for the future of that For the future, character. Yeah. No, they're, in, they're tying MCU. all the universes together and I think that that's... And I will say, I think, because I don't know why exactly, but I just remember when I was a kid when the Andrew Garfield Spider movies came out, they mm-hmm. did well, but I remember everyone being like, oh, he's not as good. That yeah. was lame. And then when the Tom Holland Spider-Mans came out, and was like, yeah, Andrew Garfield is the worst Spider-Man. He did a great job I think he was the best part of the movie. And when he came back all over TikTok and everyone's like, I love Andrew Garfield. He's the best Spider-Man Yeah, y'all are so fake for that. I mean, honestly, I never had Y'all were saying Electro was ugly and Andrew Garfield was not all that. But no, he he definitely, in my opinion, stole it. But just like, the last part oh, where he saves MJ. Yeah. And he's like on the verge of tears. Yeah. He's so tight. Like, ah, oh, I don't know how you could have. And that's not even. on that smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even in the MCU. Yeah. You like are in this MCU. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so cool. I'm going to keep it a buck though. I didn't see that second Amazing Spider-Man. So I didn't even. Yeah. So I didn't oh, even really? know. Or like, like. I knew that she died. That she dies, right? But you didn't see the But movie? I didn't see the scene. I didn't see blah, 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 blah. So, like, seeing all of that, I was like, dang. Like, I hadn't even seen that scene. And, still and I still it. was like, oh, my God, this hurts so bad. Everyone got their redemption. Like, I feel like everyone yeah, kind of... where I got stabbed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Toby <laughs> died. His redemption. <laughs> I think the um, best line was like, so you're going to change or you're just going to go looking like a cool youth pastor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The... <laughs> No, ever yeah, it it was just like what and it felt like an encore. It felt mm-hmm. like all of these movies had kind of said their piece and like stood out as unique in their own way. And this was just like it really was just an encore of savagery. Absolute savagery. Willem Dafoe. Oh my god. I, I gotta say, Willem Dafoe is one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much fun to watch he him was, be the Green Goblin again. Yeah. So much fun. But like Oh, different, like, something I saw someone say on Twitter was, like, it's so refreshing to have a villain who's bad just to be bad. Like, just to be, like, it's not like Thanos where I need to take over the world or this villain who's, like, I need to have world domination. He's just fucking crazy. He was just crazy and evil. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays that part so So well. That twisted smile. He looks like the Cheshire Cat. I love when he's like, I watched you behind Norman's pathetic eyes. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. And, and then seeing him walk in as that little old man. The little old Dude, man. Dude, I know. Uh, just the unsuspecting. And then watching him beat the absolute shit out of Tom Holland yeah. is crazy. I totally forgot that Green Goblin has like super strength. Yeah. And is Oh, you could definitely see it in the movie. Yeah, oh my. Was, Dude, there's a, there's a scene where Tom Holland's just like punching him in the face. Bam, bam, bam. And he's just eating the punches, yeah. just smiling, smiling, laughing in his face. <laughs> he even like stops punching because he's like, oh, fuck, this, is this guy, nothing. this guy is crazy. Yeah, yeah. But he did really great. You were telling me about this, actually. And I didn't, I didn't know this. He said the only way I'm coming back on to oh, do this if movie he did his is if stunts. I did all of my own stunts. Yeah. What a savage. How old is Willem Dafoe? 66. 66. This man is 66 and did all of his own stunts in a feature MCU movie. That is so cool. Yeah. That and, and I'm sure he probably did. A ton of them in the in the original too. 
I'm, you know what? He probably said that because it, that was a controversy for him. Where they're like, no, we're not going to let you do it. He's like, no, I want to be up on the glider. Because I can see him being like a method type dude. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I want to feel what it's like and embody myself in the yeah. care, you know? Damn. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And now, and now he's willing to foe. I mean, he was willing well, he to was foe will, then, Yeah, so he was willing to foe But I guess like movie. now, at least he has some leverage in saying I like, feel like a lot of people our age don't really know Willem Dafoe, though. You're saying... Like, I feel like people like... They know, know him from this, you're saying? They know him from the Spider-Man movie or something. Not like Platoon or... What's... Uh, oh, yeah. Lighthouse is a newer movie. And what is it? Eternity, at Eternity's Gate. Oh, shit. You know what I just realized? What? Willem Dafoe is the fish in Finding Nemo with the scar on his face. Whoa. I just realized that. Whoa. For real? Yeah. Oh, Australian. Wait, no, he doesn't have an Australian accent? No, no, no. He's the... <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was that? No. Oh, does he get the dentist? Oh, you die. In the, yeah, oh, he's okay, in no. the... Um, Ooh, ha, 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 yeah. Ooh, ha, 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 Why yeah. can't I... Aquarium thing. Yeah, my God. He is... Yeah, Wim Dafoe's just cool, bro. If I can have a career like that, fool, that's sick. He's such a good actor. Here's something else that I heard about it. I heard that it's up for Oscar nomination. Oscar contention. Really? Yeah. Um, you for know, what, visual there's every best picture. I could see that it was a really good movie. Um, as I think the only other superhero movie to be nominated for an Oscar like that is Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Avengers. Was Avengers? Oh, for like visual Endgame. effects or something. Um, do you think it was after seeing a couple of the like? I know you just saw Licorice Pizza. That's another one that's like mm-hmm. up, up for step. it. Uh, the um. I feel like it's hard to look at movies objectively. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it is such like, a... Like, oh, I enjoyed it so much. Does that make it a good movie? You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I really like Spider-Man. I loved the Spider-Man movies growing up. Mm-hmm. I love Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And I think Tom Holland is a super good Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know... <laughs> Take that, Tom Holland. You're just a super good Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth an Oscar. Because I feel like Oscars are... It's, a, it's, it's not that type of movie that wins an Oscar. You know yeah, what I mean? I hear that. Like, Licorice Pizza, I thought was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a little long. Mm-hmm. It felt like, that's, this is what I said about Licorice Pizza. It felt like I was talking to Gary Valentine like 30 years from when that movie happened and he was retelling me how he met that girl. And it was really jumbled and he went into detail on some parts of the story that he really didn't need to that had nothing to do with the story. And mm-hmm. it was a little convoluted, but it was a good movie. Yeah, the aesthetic was very cool. The cinematographer. Oh, you know what's crazy? Paul Thomas Anderson was also the cinematographer. He wrote it, he directed it, and he was a cinematographer. Yeah. I mean, the movie looks beautiful. And the aesthetic <laughs> is really cool. You're like, why does he have shaky hands, bro? Use a steady. Oh my god. No, the but the story was like it was okay. Okay, it was yep. pretty good. I don't think either of those now the are power of the dog. <laughs> Did I already talk about the power of the dog? Uh, you haven't talked about the power of the dog in the podcast yet. I don't think. Uh, no, we weren't recording when we were talking about it, but that's another one that's that's up there, and we're getting closer to it. I want to say we're we're gearing up on the. On the I did not months. like the power of the dog. I th- I think the power of the dog is very overrated. Now, why is that? It's, I haven't seen it yet, but okay. honestly, I feel like we do have pretty similar opinions on. on yeah, we on like we like the same movies. And, it's and just like the trope of closeted gay guy acting like an asshole, super macho, mm-hmm. has been done so many times, and I feel like there's nothing new it brings nothing new to the table yeah. I feel like I've seen that movie a bunch of times and on top of that it's slow as hell mm-hmm. like it's it's so and, and, and this the thing I love there. Benedict Cumberbatch 
I love Jesse Plemons. I love, I love everything he does. This movie was just such a huge miss for me. Hmm. Like the whole twist ending with like the kids sort of getting the power and like mm -hmm. the whole dynamic shifting and yada, yada, yada. It was just like not that interesting to me. I don't know if it's because maybe... But that's not to say that other people don't enjoy it. When no, we, that's when what I'm saying. When we're talking the shit on the podcast, this is just like… This, no, this is yeah, my opinion of yeah. the movie. I'm not saying the movie is shit. I'm saying I thought the movie was shit. <laughs> it's like the ratings for the movie just plummet. After <laughs> yeah, this. Right? Critics are like, oh, oh they're shit, sweating. They're right. like, wait, I really liked the movie. Maybe I didn't like the movie. Maybe maybe that was… I don't maybe know. Maybe that was tropey. I, I read… And then so, because it's getting such amazing reviews, I kind of had that. Where I was like, oh shit, did I… Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I was like, maybe I'm wrong, yada, yada, yada. So I… Read a bunch of reviews about it, and I wish I could find the art, remember the article, but it was basically these two well-known critics. One was saying, I hated the movie. Okay. And the other said, I hated the movie too when I first watched it. Then I watched it again, and I came to appreciate it. Okay. And the guy who said it, he first hated it, he's like, I watched it again, and I still hated it. That's another two hours I can't get back from my huh. life. That's how I feel. I feel like I wasted two hours. Like, that's how much Whoa. I thought it, I just. It's savage. I don't, yeah, it just, I felt like I'd seen the movie before. It added nothing new. I hear that. It's not worth it. <laughs> there we go. Don't watch it. Here's, here's <laughs> what I will say is kind of interesting that I'm, I'm looking at the list right now of the kind of like the top Oscar 10 movies, movies that, that look like they can um, uh, be up there. I'll, I'll just run through the list. Belfast, which I know nothing about. I tried to I watch it, but I don't even think it's, I don't even know if it's out yet. Um, the Power of the Dog, Dune, West Side Story, Licorice Dune? Pizza. Coda, King Richard, The Tragedy of Macbeth, which is that new Denzel oh, project. I want to see, I see it. It's so in theaters. Bad. Yeah, Drive My Car, which is that uh, Japanese project that just came out. What? Yeah, it, it's it's in I theaters right Japanese now, so we can't see projects. it. And then Don't Look Up is the last one. And here's Don't what I will up. say. Here's what I will say though. And you know what's crazy about this? When I'm looking at this list, because the only movies that survived during COVID were these big budget Dune, West Side Story, uh, Don't Look Up. Uh, the Power of the Dog, I'm sure, was mad expensive too. Uh, like all of those movies, uh, Spider-Man, that is what they have to choose from with this Oscar list because it's just like it's those are the only that movies that were releasing during COVID were these hundreds of millions of dollars, Dune, West Side, yeah. Yeah, because that's the only thing that could even be made during that time. Yeah. Like, and, and I think that that's kind of a… Uh, um, it's interesting. I'm I'm interested to see if one of those maybe takes it over your traditional like Oscar movies where it's like the yeah. it's, the, it's the movies, it's the yeah, it's the the actors actors are in mm -hmm. it or whatever whatever. So I'm yeah, I'm curious to see what is uh is happening with this. Well, I mean, I will say I would hate to see the Oscars become like the Grammys where it's just a popularity contest. Yeah. I think that would suck. Um, but it, but I feel like in a way it is a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest among the actors, actors or whatever. Um, yeah, among the the sixty white guys that are like the this was the best movie. <laughs> what made me realize this was when I started watching anime. Why is that? I would watch these amazing like anime movies. Yeah, and you're like, where are they? I was like, why the hell are these being nominated for Oscars? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> hey, that's not a terrible. That's not a terrible thing. And I no, think but that's Spirited what, that's, Away is the only one, right? That's the only one. That's what made me realize because then a movie like Your Name comes out and Weathering nothing. With You. Nothing. And then Boss Baby wins? Yeah. Or Ferdinand? Like, for fucking Ferdinand! I don't know. Stuff like, because, uh, what's his name? Is it Bong Joon-ho? That's the guy who did? Uh, Parasite. Snowpiercer and Parasite. Bong Joon-ho, when he wins his Oscar, right? He walked up and one of the main things he said is like, if, the world could get over the one inch hurdle of subtitles. 
you'd be opened up to a plethora of amazing movies, shows. Like, But you don't even have to do all that. I mean, that that's, I 100% agree with all of that. But I think like, it's dub. It's you got what? No, 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 the no. Dub? no, 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 no. Not not even about anime. I'm I'm saying like you don't even have to go as far as you shouldn't have to go as far as watching a like a Japanese cartoon to see Japanese people represented. You know? What oh I'm no, like, I'm talking no, no, about no. just like all films. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like everything. Yeah. Like no, I'm saying Italian stuff, French stuff, Korean stuff. No, but I'm saying know? I what I'm saying is is there should be those people in. The movies that we make here too. That's what I was saying. Is like you shouldn't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Is, it shouldn't have to be only in Korea. Yeah, or movies that are all in Korean. Yeah, especially yeah. like we. Uh, one of our mutuals was like um, the the thing that's kind of crazy about these big popular movies, like um, you know your parasites and these big popular foreign films. Is I guess is what I should say foreign to us, like movies mm-hmm. that are not made here in the U.S it kind of enlists a false sense of security for Americans, Asian Americans, Latin Americans, African Americans who are like, you, I'm supposed to come to this country to make it big. Mm-hmm. But then something like Parasite comes out and is getting all this praise and it's not made in America. Yeah. The the accolades and stuff are being given to, you know what I'm saying? Back in Korea. Yeah. And then you and have use like the biggest Korean actors right. in Korea. So which, I mean, which makes sense. We use the biggest no, which, which here, makes but. sense. And it's like it's it, like it kind of made me think like, huh? Is like I had never really thought about it that way before. But he was like, why isn't America working harder to empower its citizens? Like it's Korean Americans. It's, it's or, Korean Americans. Yeah. It's Mexican Americans. It's you know, insert here like whatever. Um, and I and I honestly like I nodded like I was like Mm -hmm. oh that makes sense like I I couldn't I couldn't think about it quick enough to and still really kind of is hard to wrap my head around it as to whether or not I I agree with that or don't agree with that or if if they can't coincide if it can't why it has to be one or the other this this and that but it definitely was like something I was I'd say the only reason and I mean this part of the logic that I have is partially wrong because obviously Squid Game and Parasite did really well or Squid Mm -hmm. Game did well monetarily I should say is I feel like a lot of stuff like that if you're making you know a movie that is a all Spanish speaking cast or whatever that really limits mm-hmm. who you can market that to who's gonna go see that movie you yeah. know what I mean because I mean at the end of the day it's all about money mm-hmm. I guess there's a bunch of shows like if you're in Netflix in Japan you have way different shows than yeah. if you're Netflix in America yeah and that, that I mean that I don't part, get why it's just all like why would they not that's like that Have I it think all? has been like, the craziest thing about this move to Netflix with Cobra Kai and all that is like seeing how many countries um our old platform was on versus the oh this Net- new the one lap- yeah, the platform crazy. that we're on right now it's like the show felt big when we were on the other platform and now it feels crazy crazy yeah when you're seeing people from Brazil people from Europe people from South America different areas of North America Asia like Australia like that that I think has been the most like I cannot fathom that like that idea I don't know if it's because I'm 20 or whatever but that that idea of that many people watching from around the world like coming together and watching this thing is is very uh it's like it's hard to wrap my head around and and obviously let me start this off by saying we're I'm so grateful both oh my god yeah 
guys, stop watching it. It's freaking me out. No, we used um, to, I mean, dude, we used to joke about it going to Netflix. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, like, what if it went to Netflix? What if? And then we filmed that third season and it seems like it was going to be, it seemed like Just it was be it yeah. after that because YouTube said that they didn't want to uh, do scripted, do scripted anymore. stuff anymore. But here we are, fourth season in the bag, Jacob. Well, fifth season too. And the fifth season. And we're finished filming the fifth season. We got low break. <laughs> and yeah, we, we, all got, we got a big break because we got to see how season five does before <laughs> we can get a season six. So, okay. And more on that right after this. Thank you, first of all, to everyone who like helped us complete this over the pandemic. For a second there, it looked like we were never coming back. Um, we filmed it. We filmed it at the beginning of this year. Or I guess at the beginning of last beginning year. Of, last yeah. year yeah. of 2021. We filmed it over the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Pandemic was hit, so crazy. And then we were supposed to film in September. And then that was it got happening. Pushed. And then, it, and was, it, was gonna... and then it was like November, December, January. And then they were like, then, we're coming back. And then, they, yeah. And then yeah. they were like, all right, we're coming back this month. Um, <laughs> but really fun season. You know, it's kind of hard to, we, we've talked about this before, but like hard to think about what stuff we can talk about, even even now, because we have a whole season. Yeah. But at least it's more recent and in our brains. But because I remember that that day that we were filming, bro, the day that you had your fight with Tanner, that was, you re- went through the gauntlet on that day, bro. Oh, yeah, that was a rough day. It was it was 420, I remember. It was it was 420. Oh, and, it and was you, 420. And you were, you had your fight. There was no, before, I, I just, that was, I just happened to remember the day. It was no, there was no marijuana happening. No, honestly, like but that's, it, it made that day yeah. more memorable because I was like, oh yeah. It is, yeah, it's 420. It's 420, like this is the day of the fight. Yeah, and I remember. And we you, learned that fight like the day before. You, you learned the fight the day before and let me, let me break it down for you. That fight is the last fight. How many rounds is that fight? Uh, I think it's, it goes to six, go, four, four or five. Because it's, it's four or five. It's one, one and then. It's 1-1 one, one, and then there's like three parts okay. in the overtime. So needless to say, that um, like that could have and should have if our show was crazy, crazy budget. Like a whole week to film. Yeah. You should have a whole week to film that. Like a, a day and a half for the first part. A day and a half for the second part. Like, you know, a couple days for those last beats. You got to get crowd reactions. Yeah. This, this and that. Jacob, tell me right now, how many days did you do that fight in? Uh, we did it in almost a full day. Almost a full day. And you did shit after that too. Yeah, there was like you, some other scenes, fill-in scenes that they put in there. Yo, <laughs> look, you guys, stuff. like this This is not going to be fathomable to, um, like, I, I don't even understand this. But the that's way too quick, bro. And and for how That's it came how our out, show moves it was savage. all the time. Our yeah. show moves so like even Mary and Peyton's fight, they filmed in a day. I mean, yeah. they had less fighting than we did, yeah. but they had so much dialogue in between yeah. that that it, yeah. But I will say, you know, the the fourth year and now the fifth year that we're finished with it, like the the fifth year around, it gets way easier. It gets oh, way easier to do it yeah. to do it with less time. Like I think, well, yeah, you're now accustomed to it. Yeah, which I think is going to be a funny, uh, not to plug Blue Beetle, but. A funny adjustment. Yeah, for don't you. do that. We when don't you, want anyone no, to see it. You, Let's make sure it's on, low key. It's an indie film. <laughs> when you hop on Blue Beetle, you're like, 
well, we got a budget. No, we got no, a budget. It's, no, no, it's going to be like, wait, you're telling me I have time? I'm going to know what scene I'm going to film two weeks from now on Thursday? Wait, really? Yeah. Oh All right. Dude, we're, our, our podcast schedule is about to be so clean. It's going to be <laughs> where there's going to be no question no as, to, as yeah. to what we're doing. Oh, God. my gosh. But, but uh, man, that, I mean, those last. So, so the whole All Valley was the last two weeks of filming. Yeah. We spent two weeks at the All Valley to film episode nine and 10. Yeah. All the vignettes, all of the dialogue, everything was in this Reactions. huge warehouse or like, it was a convention center or something like that. No, it was a high school. Remember, we were on oh, the campus of a high school. It was, and it was their basketball, basketball court. court. It was just massive. No, but that fight with Tanner was really fun. Um, we learned it like the day before. We had a whole big tent outside yeah. of the basketball court and it was just like on the grass and they threw down some mats on top of the grass. Hot as balls. Oh, so freaking We're hot. We're filming in, in May? A- no, April. April, oh, April in Atlanta. I do. No, I never it understood. May. It was the first week of May. Oh, it was the first Yeah, it was the first week of May. Then, oh yeah, yeah it was. April Anyways, 20th. Um, so what, we had always filmed Cobra Kai over the fall and winter and yeah. then it, and it, uh, the only reputation that Atlanta had was that like Hot oh Lena. it gets cold yeah like or yeah like yeah. when we were out there I was like oh it's just cold out here mm-hmm. um but everyone's like how's Hotlanta Hot Lena? how's Hotlanta Hot I was like well, I don't know I don't yeah. know what Hotlanta is like because I haven't been there in the summer months but everyone always talks about like oh it's my so god miserable the, and, and I'm so excited to film <laughs> in Atlanta in yeah we're starting in April like oh. I uh, Dude, I was saying, it was just spring when we were filming, and it was so hot. Yeah, but it was so freaking hot. So you guys hot. are outside in the tent rehearsing the day before. Yeah, the day before. And by the way, rehearsing the day before means you're rehearsing in between filming that oh, day. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. We didn't have a day to learn the fight. We had in between lighting setups, yeah. between different scenes, in between actually doing vignette fights Yeah, that we we did this fight. But, but what I, I got to say, say is the, 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 the stunt team, like, they brought it this year and like they they bring it every year every, like all of our shout out to our stunt team I feel like it was like the stunt team what they have to deal with all the time is like wrangling chaos yeah like I feel like it's a hose that's going crazy and they're like trying to point it at the yeah. fire and like yeah that's sort of what most of filming the show is like but I don't know my favorite fight of that whole season was freaking our fight that, yeah we got like a good two days to work it I remember went up to the fight coordinator I was like bro this is gonna be the fight like, we're going to get some good time to work yeah. on this. Like, that's how it's going to be. That was definitely my favorite fight of the year. I just remember finishing that fight. And once uh, we got it down. Oh, once we got it down. It, oh, and people kept coming up to us afterwards. Like, well, it was like watching two brothers fight. Dude, it, was, it was like <laughs> Warrior. Yeah. It was like, it was dude. like Warrior, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, that, that, that was, was the most fun. That, that was, was super mad fun. fun. I'm definitely going to show that to my kids and be like, we were like Achilles and Hector, yeah, bro. No. And I murdered your back. Yeah, I, yeah, I got, <laughs> dude. You know what's, you know what's funny is like, I guess when we film, it's like we're filming, we're filming, we're filming, and we're done. And I don't like, I don't really think about like the season until it comes out, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is all everything that happens. I oh, watch yeah. it with my family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I didn't realize at, like everything that I've been hearing recently is. There was no point of contention with me as to, you know, when they sit us down at the beginning of the season. It's kind of like they this do this is to what's everyone. Happening. They they give the rundown on what's happening. Hey, so my conversation basically was like, hey, you know, um, Miguel's learning with Daniel and that kind of makes Johnny angry. Johnny and Carmen are moving things pretty quickly. They want to tell you. They tell you that you're getting together. 
So we have these meetings and they basically just give the rundown. It's like a bullet point, like a loose list. Like of what your character is going to do in this yeah, season. A, you're starting to train with Daniel. B, you know, Johnny, Makes Johnny doesn't mad. really, yeah, yeah, Johnny doesn't like this. Johnny and Johnny and Carmen are dating. They decide to tell Miguel. This stirs up some like tension between Johnny and Miguel. Uh, this tournament is coming up quickly. Some problems with Sam along the way. Um, and this tournament happens, you make it into, at, well, at that point in the meeting, they oh, were they like, didn't we don't tell. know. Yeah. They were like, we don't know. We have a loose, like it could be a couple of things, but we can tell you that you don't win. That is something that they were like, you don't win. And I was like, all right, unrealistic, but okay. All right. <laughs> so let's see. Would never happen. Would never happen. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally would never happen. Dog water. Where are you going? <laughs> All of these guys are do- my sons. I started this. <laughs> I, I started this company. <laughs> you know how much I sacrificed. <laughs> you know how much I sacrificed. Um, so you can't do this. To and me. and yeah, you can't do this to me. But one thing that has remained constant I will say is like that you have to have trust in Josh on and Hayden our our creators yeah because somehow dude they they threw me off a fucking building <laughs> and, <laughs> and still, still somehow out. like made it work out yeah. and still people were like fuck Robbie so it's not yeah, <laughs> right? I'm just playing I'm just playing but but in seriousness like they they didn't know at that point what was going to happen now, you know, having filmed season five and gone through it and everything like that, obviously they figured out what happens, you know, after season four. But at that point, they didn't know. And honestly, they told me a couple versions and none of them are what happened. actually ha- happened. So, yeah. uh, no, I will say for season five, something happens where I'm like, that is, unre- that would never happen. No, never, never happened. Not in real life. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. That's, that's all of us. Anyways, no, uh, yeah. No, for my sit down, they're like, yeah, so. Um, the beginning, it's pretty light for you. You build a sparring deck. Um, then you're kind of floating around and hanging out in Miyagi-Do. And then... So they're like, boom, mid-season. Yeah, boom, mid-season. You get your hair buzzed and then you're really depressed. And then you go into hiding and Dimitri's like, you have to come fight because I can't fight and you need to do it. And I'm like, okay, fine, I love you. And then I fight and I'm sad and I don't know who I am. But then all of a sudden, Moon comes up to me and whispers things into my lips. And I'm like, I know who I am. So basically, I they give you the rundown. They give me the rundown. They're like, yeah, you go to fight Sholo, and he shits himself, gets really scared because he has to fight. He has to fight you, and then breaks his back again. <laughs> yeah. And he dips out because he's still scared shitless to fight you, and runs away to Mexico to find his pup. To find my pup. <laughs> you know who I found out I was gonna be fighting shirtless from? It wasn't the writers who told me I was gonna be fighting shirtless. It was from Tanner Buchanan. Okay. Nice. Tanner was like. Yeah, bro, did you hear that uh, we're going to be fighting cheerless in the end? And I was like, what? No, we're not. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, bro, we're going to do it. And I was like, okay, is this them saying we're going to do it? Or is this you saying <laughs> we're going to do it? He's like, no, man, it's true. It's true. No, I just like threw it out there, but they latched onto the idea. Like, they love it. So now they're going with, no, I'm just kidding. You're yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know how that idea came up, but it was It in worked, the- though. That, dude, that shot of you, like, with the shaved head first coming up there. Jumping up onto the mat. They have like a close one. It must have been like a still or something like that. Savage. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have, I, honestly, I haven't seen. Uh, Pretty beast. I haven't seen it yet. Um, so they told you that you're, you're going to do a, a shirtless. They're scene. like, yeah, you're going to be shirtless. And I was like, 
Mm-hmm. For the whole fight. And yeah. before the fight, actually. Yeah. And during the prelims. And I was like, Yeah, in the chair. Then, yeah, because like, whenever I have to be sure, like, you're actually, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, like they're like, you're late to your call time all the time. So we're going to make sure that you're yeah, here you're early there. by. Nah, bro, <laughs> I'm always early. I just know how they run that. Shit. <laughs> I, get there when I, to. I know. You're like, I, I just I know, know they that they're going to be 10 minutes behind. No, dude, this is something they do in our show and probably on a bunch of other shows. It's I'm it's sure kinda, it's, it's kind of the norm on other shows. <laughs> OK, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we got a couple questions uh, from the Reddit um, and a few from, yeah, a few from uh, the Instagram as well. Uh, yeah. First of which was from Griffin. He oh, Griffin Santiago. Yeah, San Prieto, Santo Pedro. Griffin Santo Pedro. I like Santo Pedro. It's like <laughs> he asked. This one is specifically for you, by the way. Okay. He asked what it is like to be in the presence of someone of his stature, but specifically uh, in relation to his uh, like physique and overall Looks. complexion. Yeah. Um, I change underwear like every hour. Yeah, I'm constantly pissing myself at how beautiful he is. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, he's a, he's just enamoring. That little goober. I had to add that one in there just because you suck. No, yeah, um, he he is a total goober. It's so you know what's so funny is he he is a good looking kid and he always like posts these. What do you mean by that? Dramatic picture. He posts all these like serious pictures and stuff. Stoic. And he is such a fucking goober. He, he is. A he really goober is life. a goober. That little rascal. Here's here's something that. Uh, was a question that has been floating around the Reddit and on the Instagram as well. And I'm actually curious because, you know, season one Jacob of this show, you know, didn't have the foresight to know where season four and five Jacob Hawk Mm -hmm. slash Jacob slash Eli would be, right? How do you, you and the royal you, how do you um, build a character with something that you don't really know what's what's going to happen in the future do you oh, are you coming? forced to stick in the moment and not think about the future or are you like specifically with you a character who i feel like is going crazy yeah, like uh, yeah left, like right, yeah left down, right yeah. center up down uh up up ab ab <laughs> um what yeah what is that like cuz you're trash son. <laughs> four season in and you just got the win no yeah honestly like yeah, because when I first auditioned for the role, I had no idea that there was a hawk. It was just Eli. I auditioned for Dimitri, and they're like, oh, you were good. So great. Here's a callback. Uh, you weren't good enough. We gave it to another kid. Hey, you read for this role <laughs> for this kid. It was two lines. I was like, okay. It films in Atlanta. It's time. I didn't want that school. one anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She only got offered that one, but he was like, no, I want yeah. the I want the simp. Yeah. I want the wheelchair boy. Yeah, give me Daniel, son. <laughs> no, but it honestly, you kind of described it pretty well. It was like, I feel like, if I do have an acting style, my acting style would be very much wing it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, everyone prepares, everyone does stuff, but I like to, and I definitely do this on set where you kind of just snap into character. Yeah. I'm probably the opposite of method where people walk around being the character and marinated and yada, yada, yada. I just can't, I don't know if it's my pride or. Do you think it's something, though, that, like, this just is a feels, very specific character, though? Like, walking yeah, around like, in oh, this yeah, character yeah. would be, but. For something like this character, it's just more fun to be able to snap into it. Yeah. I feel like if you were in it all the time, I'd be arrested or something. Yeah. But the thing that's kind of unfortunate is that you could have been like Shia and gone full chest tattoo for a tax collector and gotten your full back tattoo. But instead… You know what's funny? I thought about getting that tap, but then I realized that my mom would kill me. Yeah. 
No, it's it's better better to yeah die just of natural causes. Or- yeah, I don't know. People always like even in interviews are like, "What was your method on coming up with this character? It's so complex and has all these layers." And I do talk to a lot of British people. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, I, don't know, I guess when people ask like posh or not posh questions like that, but ask very like serious questions. questions. Like, yeah, the yeah. questions that is British in my mind. Um. I always like I always give a long thorough answer because that's what they want, you know. But I always just want to say, you know, I really just kind of read it the first time mm-hmm. and thought about it for a little bit and was like, this just feels right. Yeah. And I'm and I like to wing it. Yeah. That's awesome. not read it for the first time on the day. Read it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Let's no, no, clarify no. that. <laughs> Jacob is now walking onto <laughs> the scene, no, no, never, never having seen. He's like, no, honestly, like, I, he's like, I didn't even know that my script. hair was going to be. No, yeah. We first get the script. I read it all the way through. And then yeah, then you think. And the then moment, I start yeah. like marinating on it. And I probably actually won't read it again until the that day makes, I have to film. That makes sense. And and just because like how I memorize stuff, it's a lot easier for me to memorize things like looking at it really briefly. Mm-hmm. And then I can walk in and do something. Because I also. Oh, you're like Rain Man. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's just how like I look at my lines during wardrobe. And obviously if I have a very intense day. Like, yeah. yeah let me phrase it this way. A lot of the scenes we do, it's like. Johnny, 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 Miguel, Johnny, Johnny, Hawk, Johnny, 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 Johnny. <laughs> so and rightfully so. No, I mean, yeah. he fucking kills it. No, no, no. no yeah. So it's not like I have all this weird yeah, yeah. But there are days. No, yeah, there are days. And I guess like, I don't know. What is your process like? Because I feel like you definitely have days that are heavier. And we both have days that are lighter. Like, what do you, what is your process for heavier days? Because I definitely, like, my process is sitting in the bathroom for X amount of hours, just running the scene over in my head in just doing it that way yeah. and just doing it until I feel like it you're saying for those heavy scenes yeah for the heavy scenes or like scenes that um in lesser so scenes I'll just like as I'm walking around through the day I'll just like have the dialogue in the back of my or the gist of the dialogue in the back of my head and just sort of walk it over in my head and that's what I do yeah. in, my, in my free time I think the like one of the hardest things that I like one of the hardest times that I have is like memorizing just pipes right like yeah. those those long long ones playing pipe is like it's a pipe down the it's just a the pipe script. yeah it's just monologue or that. whatever whatever and granted like there's not a I haven't had a ton of those on the show you know there there are the moments like we're talking about but for days like those the hardest part is like uh, when you're when I'm going over lines or whatever like that I'm going through like a timing of the way that I'm going to say these words oh like uh, you like note. it's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah it's like da 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 this this and that just a toning cadence in which you're yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That you're and that's speaking. something you also memorize and that's something that i memorize because i'm like i like the way this sounds i want to do this every time and it helps you let memorize me try it. to yeah, yeah let me try to figure out the tones of this scene da 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 and you go into the scene and you do it the first take like you wanted to do it like it's it's like it's like how you do it and pray to God I don't fucking forget my lines and ruin the only take of like what I wanted. And then whoever the director is for that week, the writers are also a really big part of the team on on set, will come up and say, hey, here's our notes. And sometimes it it's way. sometimes it's like uh, lower your voice because it's too <laughs> because oh it's God. too pitchy. Or sometimes it's like, hey, honestly, you add a lot of emphasis emphasis at this part of the monologue where we feel like it'd be better to I don't Do know, it build here. up yeah. or, you know, you know, have in more specificity here, you know, and and we've had luckily a lot of, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to not work with a lot of directors like us, a big, I don't want to say a big no, no, because I'm really not even in the industry or know the industry like that. But or so I've heard 
well, he's a giving big, actors he's li- giving readings. Li- line readings, right? Yeah. The director being like, no, you should say it like this. And, and honestly, gives a reading. I don't really think I've had that ever on our show or like maybe, maybe once or twice here yeah. there, but it really is super rare. And, and you know, for that, I'm grateful. But I would say speaking scenes, to yeah. the, to the you Timing. lowering your voice thing. Oh, there was a great little moment in season four when, uh, Daniel and Johnny are fighting. And that scene was actually shot on my birthday. Yeah. So one of our directors was there and she was like, Jacob, go up to Sholo and tell him to lower his voice and that you think his voice is sounding too high pitched. She's like, because I gave him that note and he was really hurt. He was like, what? Really? No, I was- <laughs> so I walk up to Sholo and I'm like, yo, bro. He's like, yo, how's it looking? How's it looking? I was like, dude, it looks sick. Uh, I don't know, like, are you purposely, like, raising your voice when you say you're lying? Like, I would maybe do it in a lower register. And he looks at me, and Shola does this thing where he takes a step back, and he, like, puts both of his hands out to the side, <laughs> and, like, tucks his elbows, and he's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to. Dude, this is me doing a low voice. Dude, was that inside the LaRusso house? No, no, no. It was outside oh, on oh, top of the sparring deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah. And, I remember our first AD, some of the camera guys, and they all started laughing. No, but you know what? We you know what's funny? We, yeah, we've had, I've had that note from two different directors on our show <laughs> that my voice is high. And, and But here's the thing. That same director came back for our fifth season. Yeah. And we're shooting this particular scene. Jacob was in the scene. And I think it was Gianni's coverage. <laughs> yeah. or, so, no, it was, no, it was, no, it doesn't matter who was in the scene, but she was on someone else's coverage. And we had done, like, I think I was looking at the take and I was like, take 17 or something like yeah. that in the scene. And we go move on to take 18. And I go, <laughs> and I go, dang it. It's like we're working with David Fincher. <laughs> and, she and I forgot that I was Mike. Like, I wanted to yeah. say it loud enough so that if she could hear me just naturally, she would be able to hear me. But I forgot that I was Mike'd. Yeah. And she goes, shut up, Sholo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I remember and you I was were like, like, and I was like, oh snap! I totally didn't realize that you could eat. like. I said it jokingly loud, but I was like, oh snap! So I went up to her later. I was like, hey, I don't want to. <laughs> I was joking. I, was, this is a I know joke. you're around for like two weeks every yeah. one and a half years, but I was joking. She was like, oh dude, it, literally water under the bridge. I take it as a compliment, and I know that you didn't mean it, but in a mean way, yeah. No, that was. I remember you saying that, and all of us turned and were like. <gasps> We got caught. Uh, I was like, oh, shit. We can't, we can't be talking smack. Oh, no, yeah, so what do you do for the harder scenes? The harder scenes, honestly, it's, um, you know, luckily all of my harder scenes for the most part have been with Billy. Um, yeah, you have, and, a, you have a good uh, like rapport with him. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, ever since the beginning, it's been super fun and, and challenging. Like he definitely challenges. But working with him, like a lot of the stuff that, like the character has to go to is usually like related to family or like mm-hmm. specifically, I guess in that case, fatherhood. And I think like, I don't know, just thinking about, this is going to sound messed up. I hope my family doesn't listen to this, but. <laughs> I like but when you start a sentence thinking, like that. Thinking of like, I don't know, any, just kind of like getting to the end, thinking of something sad. It's kind of just it. And eventually like, I definitely don't get it on the first or the second yeah. take. I, like I definitely, especially for a scene where you have to be emotional like that. It, like it, I have to build up to it. Otherwise, yeah. like I can't just McConaughey it and be like, wow. I know that this first take is going to be the take or Clint Eastwood in and be like, I know that this take is going to be the first take. I, I can't, I haven't at least yet. Yeah. So building up to it. And, and when it comes to like the waterworks and stuff like that, like once, once like, I'm thinking about the sad shit, then it's just like, then it's out the window. No, because yeah, because then it's just like, now I'm just going deeper and deeper into whatever it is. And honestly, it changes. Like for a while, it was like close relatives passing away. 
now I'm so like accustomed to that thought that I've moved on to punting puppies off of bridges. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I have to think of now. Losing my magic card. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think of someone stealing my magic set out of my car. Also, like sometimes I'm in the middle of a Valorant game and my internet goes out and I get really frustrated. Wait, who's was like, someone broke in and stole my Legos. (laughs) (laughs) That video is so sad. Oh, nobody's going to understand that joke. But yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone right now, if there's one thing you should do, look up. Someone stole my Legos. Someone stole my Legos. Legos. Like, <laughs> I'm done playing Legos. <laughs> that's just such a, that's a very sad video. But. All right, let's do a couple rapid fire questions. I know this episode is already so long, so let's. Yeah, sorry. Let's, we had to go deep into the acting trough. You got to go deep into the do. acting trough. Do you, okay, I, I do have a question. This is just a rapid fire question. You can just say yes or no. Do you, when you're rehearsing your lines, do you read them out loud or do you read them in your head? Uh, both. I read them in my head mostly. I feel like, unless it's pipe and then I'm reading it out loud. But in my head, I'm kind of just like, and luckily we've had the chance to work with a lot of the people. Like we haven't really introduced a ton of new characters since the beginning. So I know yeah, what I know Billy's voice sounds like. It, yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know Jacob is just going to not say any of the lines and make up his own lines. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but okay. So you do mix and mix. Yeah, I do. A, I do a mix and mix. I, I will say this, but one thing that bugged me sometimes on set is when uh, let's say I say a line slightly differently. And there, and the person next to me's line is like a lead up to mine, where I say like, "Oh, uh, I've oh so and so fell into the pond," and their line is like, "Oh, well, why did you push them into the pool?" And like they're supposed, and like they could just oh, listen to what say I'm saying. Why they like or like no, like they could listen to what I'm saying and respond with pond, but they do it exactly how the script says it, and does and they say pool. So then the script has to come over to me and is like, "Say pool." Or the other person say pond or like, well, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, but that's something that bugs me that I learned when I was really young because I used to do that. I used to memorize lines. Mm-hmm. Um, to the T. Like to the T. And then I started working with people who would improv a lot and they were like, okay. Just short circuit because well, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, now what I'm going to say makes, like doesn't really <laughs> apply. You're like, wait. Yeah, exactly. Someone's like, oh, my mother, she's so sick. And no. She's like, oh my God, have you heard of the hot dog <laughs> store? No. You're like, what? I, uh, no, it's just like, like very little, little things that just like if they were to. It's, no, it's, it's hard to it's, think of an example. It's something but, as simple as being like, um, instead of saying like, "How come you didn't come to school today?" Being like, hey, "Yo, why weren't you at school today?" Or like, I, I, that's not even a good example. Actually, it's just it's something. You know, you explained it perfectly. Actually, I don't have to explain it any further. I don't have to fucking mansplain it. You said it perfectly. It's it's someone saying a response that is does not match up to what you said. Yes, but, and so, sometimes but it's I because wish of the fact that they memorize the exact, the exact line thing. or the opposite, or your thing doesn't make sense because they went off yes. and like did their own and thing, which sometimes works. Which yeah. sometimes like going off, I definitely like. But sometimes, like sometimes that bugs me in in learning my lines because I'm like, fuck, I don't think this person is gonna like. I would like to try this out or do this, but I know that person isn't gonna be listening well enough. Yeah, that they're gonna be able to adapt. Yeah, I hear that. That's something that bugs me. And then I'm also super young, so I can't be like, hey, yo. You can't just, like, uh, maybe listen his, to what I'm saying yeah, and yeah. then reply. No, yeah, and it's also, like, a, and the reality is, is all of this goes out the window because the scripty doesn't go yes. up to the second person. They go up to the first person exactly. and say, hey, say it up. this way. So, right. And so, you know what? The script is the script. Is the and the script, script is the script is the script. And we have… It, it has been weird, though, being, like, the older, like, in… 
like of our cast grown up like i'd say as the kids yeah like we've worked a decent amount like in the cast uh, it's been weird um like having dallas and griffin and like all these other kids on set like people younger than us yeah people younger than me because i was always the youngest kid yeah and then like watching them do stuff and like teaching dallas about camera direction and like just knowing where to look on his coverage yeah. instead of like needing to ask or seeing if his like light is being blocked, like knowing how to shift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just stuff like that. It's weird to like teach, teach that to someone yeah, else. Yeah, teach some of that. Because I was it was always like, like I was that, always yeah. just sponge learning stuff. So it's weird to be yeah. like, oh now I can finally apply this knowledge. You don't know shit. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Busters and yeah, exactly. <laughs> um couple rapid fires um before we wrap this up. Um oh here's one. That we should answer here. When does season five come out, Jacob? Oh, April 31st. April 31st. And we're super excited that, you know, the team over at Netflix and Sony gave us the opportunity to publicize that on the podcast. But no, in all seriousness, I, we don't know. Is there an April 31st? No. <laughs> yeah, yes. take that. Look at your face. Point and laugh. Point and laugh. But no, we have, we have no clue when season five is coming out. Not a single clue. I mean, we, we just we just it. finished yeah. it. They have to go through editing and sound, and we have to re-record the lines. Yeah, they have this, to, they this, have to edit my nipples in too. They have to. Yeah, exactly. They have to edit hours and hours of Jacob with his shirt off. They're gonna be like swamped. They're gonna be swamped. Yeah, and they're gonna be procrastinating because they got a lot of work to stop do. Looking at the pictures and videos, the moving pictures. Yeah, videos of you. They gotta move. They gotta fix my belly button. We have no clue. No clue when season five is coming out. And even if we did know, he wouldn't tell you. So take that, listeners. Um, don't you think that Tori and Miguel need more screen time together? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There, there you go. Maria underscore spams underscore account. Yeah. No. You got the answer that you needed. What's your favorite color of the Christmas ornaments? Green. Nice. Um, Red sucks. You don't like red? I don't wear red. But thank you guys uh, for all the tremendous support on this season. Number one in the fucking world. I won! That's, That's the only right. thing that matters. And I won! You know what, you know what it was? Because I won and everyone else lost. It's about Suck drive. It, Tanner. It's about Suck it, power. Shomo. Hey, I bowed out. You're lucky I let your ass win. I oh, you were scared. I you're literally... Oh did you God. not see my fucking 720, oh, 480 ooby, double ooby, backflip? My backy wacky is hurdy dirty. You oh, you I in can't. one fight and all of a sudden you're my son, okay? Hobby Dobby, my backy wacky. You, you would there is no hawk <laughs> without Miguel. Do you understand? Me? Um but thank you guys for the for the support on the not only this show, but on that show. Um and we'll see you guys in the next episode. I am one half of your Lone Lobos podcast, Sholo Mariduena. I'm a little bit more than a half now because I have the trophy, so but I also have a trophy. Yeah, but mine's taller. And than I have a third place trophy too. No, you don't. You have a Mexico trophy. <laughs> exactly. I have a ticket to Mexico. I actually lost money going to Real Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Daniel Russo was able to get a whole fucking car dealership from winning this. And, <laughs> and when I won, nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. Guess that means uh, I'm more than karate. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I am Eli Moskowitz Hack, winner man. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, See if you, later. you enjoy the podcast, check out the Reddit. Lone Lobos slash R slash r slash dot com. You know what? That's not it. But I'm actually sure that if you look up Reddit space loan space Lobos on Google, it'll be up there. I think we're big enough for that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you. And we'll see you in the next one.
Bye-bye. Lone Lobos Podcast is brought to you by Lone Lobos Studios, My Cultura Podcast Network, and iHeartMedia. The podcast is produced by Jaime Roque and Noah Fan with coordination from Monica Tamayo. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. Bye-bye.